Empty Episode 3. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church. You have found the youth version of our podcast and welcome. We're glad that you have tuned in and joining us today. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host and I am joined by Pastor Wes Hillis, our youth pastor. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hi. Glad to have you here today. Glad to be here again. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be good to go through. Yes. Um, this summer, as you um, are having just special events with the youth, we are working through a couple lessons on our podcast as a way to connect with youth and parents and anyone else who cares to tune in. And yeah. uh, we're about halfway through um, a series called Empty. Yeah. Yeah. So Empty is kind of taking a series and looking at... Um, Jesus and the death of Jesus and kind of what was going around uh, in that time and kind of seeing how the emptiness we have in our lives compares to some of the emptiness that would have been for those people back then as well. So today we're actually going to be going through um, kind of the story of Pilate and the crowd mm-hmm. and we're going to begin and it's a teaching strategy way of doing it. It's called a hook, book, look, took. Okay. So we're going to start with the hook. Okay. So the hook. Hook us in. Yeah. All right. So... There's a study that was done a few years back um, and to see how people would change their, change their actions based on who was watching them. Ah. So people were put in a room and asked to participate in a driving simulation. Everyone driving would, will be able to relate to this. They were told there was a prize for finishing within a certain time. Mm. However, in the simulation, there were many yellow and red lights intended to, help slow, intended to slow the driver down. The person would first go through the test alone then they were told peers were watching them. Ah. When this happened, the study found that when people, especially young teenagers, thought that their friends were watching, they ran over 40% more lights and had 60% more crashes. Wow. That's interesting. Right? So whether you want to admit it or not, um, the people around us can have a very big impact on our decisions. Yeah. For many... Um, the approval of a crowd can become the way that we try to fight that feeling of emptiness. Yeah. This is high school or in a workplace or anything. You want to go along with what other people are doing. It makes you feel included. It makes you feel supported. It makes you feel like you're a part of something. It, it tries yeah. to fill that emptiness that we have. We all want to fit in somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. And we've spent the last few weeks unpacking the concept of emptiness. Mm-hmm. We looked at the... Um, the craving all humans have for something greater. It's our subconscious desire for more. Yeah, that um, God-sized hole in our heart. It's a longing that is created by our separation from God that began with Adam and Eve um, and their time in the garden. This caused us to have a deficiency, a hole in our soul. Mm-hmm. See, the Pharisees, they try to satisfy this longing through the Old Testament laws. They became obsessed with behavior and perfectionism. When Jesus didn't share their obsession, they turned against him. Mm-hmm. We saw this in Judas last week, um, who sought to satisfy his emptiness with money or material things. And this greed led him to team up with the Pharisees who offered him money to betray Jesus. And now we're going to be looking through this, um, how one man tried to fill his emptiness with the approval of the crowd. And his name is Pilate. Mm-hmm. So this is our book part. Now we've, we've reeled you in. This is our book part. <laughs> so after Judas sold Jesus out, the Pharisees arrested Jesus and and held a corrupt trial. They found Jesus guilty and wanted him executed. Since the Jewish people were under Roman rule, um, they weren't allowed to carry out executions. Um, That's where Pilate came in. Now, he was a Roman governor of Jerusalem. Um, To have Jesus 
execute, the Pharisees need Pilate to give the order. So that's why they took Jesus to Pilate. It wasn't, mm-hmm. um, if Romans weren't there at all, this would have been done and over with a lot quicker. Yeah. But rather because of Roman rule and laws and regulations, they had to go to the governor that get his approval through a trial. And the trial would have been given to the crowd, especially during this time, because it was such an important time in the city of Jerusalem. There was a huge event going on. A festival. Yeah. There was a festival, everything. So we look at John 18, verses 29 to 31. So Pilate went outside to them and said, What accusations do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man were not doing evil, we would not have delivered him over to you. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. The Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. Mm -hmm. So see, here's the Pharisees doing their thing again, doing their perfection and focusing on the law. Even though this wasn't Jewish law, they've decided to obey everything in law to be perfect. See, they had to try and follow Jew. They decided to not... Even though they were offered to follow their own law, yeah, they decided to not to because they knew it wouldn't be perfect; it would be wrong. Yes. So, from the beginning, they were like picking and choosing. The Pharisees are picking yeah. and choosing, and Pilate didn't want anything to do with Jesus. Jesus, um, he tried to get rid of him, and he told the religious leaders to judge Jesus themselves. But since um, the Jews technically couldn't execute anyone, they pushed him upon Pilate. They made Pilate the guy who would have to deal with it. Mm, the so governor, fall guy. The governor took Jesus to his into his headquarters and grilled him. He asked Jesus who he was. Was he a king? Was he dangerous? Was he trying to overthrow Rome? And Jesus and Pilate had long conversations. Then Pilate brought Jesus back out to the Jewish, Jewish officials. And John 18, verses 28 to 40 say this. After he had said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him. But you have a custom that I should release one man um, for you at, at the Passover. So do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They cried out again, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Man, could you imagine being a fly on the wall in Jesus' conversation oh, with Pilate? I would or have pa- loved yeah. to have been a fly on the wall during that conversation. Like That just would have been, I think, absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. Especially because you're coming from a Roman standpoint. You're not a fan of the Jewish people. Yeah. You don't like them. In a governor's standpoint, you're trying to do your best job that you can. Yeah. Because if you mess up, you just get replaced. Yeah. And he finds no guilt in him. Ugh. After the Pharisees handed him over, and the Pharisees essentially lied to him. The Pharisees said, well, what accusations do you bring about this man? They said, well, we wouldn't have brought him to you if he wasn't doing something bad. Mm-hmm. Pilate finds no guilt in him by any laws Which that they really have. vague. Exactly. It's very vague. So here Pilate admitted that he thought Jesus was not guilty. So he tried to appease him by offering up uh, Barabbas as a trade. Mm-hmm. Surely they wouldn't want a criminal like Barabbas to go free. He's just going to cause more trouble. Yeah. He thought this would get himself out of trying to make an unpopular decision. Instead, the crowd demanded that Pilate release Barabbas. So the Gospel of Luke points out that Pilate also tried to get rid of Jesus by sending him to Herod, the ruler of Galilee, mm-hmm. where Jesus was from. See, Herod mocked Jesus, um, but also sent him back to Pilate. So once more, Pilate tried to get out of the siding about Jesus and told the Jewish officials. Luke 23, verse 14 to 16, says, you brought, me to, you brought me this man as one who was misleading the people. 
And after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Look, nothing deserving death has been done to him. I will therefore punish and release him. Pilate ordered Jesus to be beaten very brutally. He was flogged. Soldiers fashioned him with a crown of thorns and pressed into Jesus' head. They hit Jesus. They mocked him. They spat on him. And after that, Pilate presented Jesus to the crowd, hoping the sight of a bloodied and beaten man would be enough to satisfy them. He hoped that this would be enough to free himself from deciding to have Jesus executed. But the mob that had gathered, having Jesus flogged and beaten wasn't enough. It's just, it's a very hard thing to think about. Yeah. Because you hear Pilate's heart in this. Yeah. He doesn't want to do this. <laughs> no, so but he thought he would like compromise, right? But the thing is constantly in, the, in scripture, I find a lot of people blame Pilate for a lot. Yeah. But really, he, he did not want anything to do with Jesus. He didn't mm-hmm. want to be a part of this situation at all. And this is, um, I want to look at this. This is the look part of our lesson. Mm-hmm. So time and time again, Pilate tried to get out of deciding about Jesus. He tried giving him back to the Pharisees. He tried trading him for Barabbas. He tried sending him to Herod. He tried having him beaten. Nothing would satisfy the crowd. They wanted execution. But Pilate knew that Jesus was innocent. Pilate knew he had done nothing to deserve death. And this is kind of the question that will come up in our minds. Well, why didn't Pilate go with his gut? Why didn't uh, Pilate who knew what he knew was right, why didn't he let Jesus go free? Yeah, why? Because Pilate knew his Roman supervisors demanded the order be maintained among the people Mm. living in and around Jerusalem to not allow mayhem to occur to keep the peace. So there would have been like a rebellion or a something. When you have that big of a mob mentality and crowd surrounding, I think we all fall under the human pressure to say, okay, I guess I got to go with the crowd. Yeah. Like if I don't, what's going to happen, right? Yeah. You may have soldiers in front of you, but if there's 100 to 200 people out there, five soldiers ain't going to cut it. No. So. So he wanted to keep the peace. He needed to keep the peace. So Pilate sought the approval of the crowd. He knew what was right, but did, um, but what was right wasn't what was popular. Yeah. So instead of standing up to the crowd, he went with the crowd at the expense of an innocent man's life. Yeah. So maybe we can actually relate to Pilate in this. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have been in a position where you're doing the right thing, but it was unpopular. Even though you knew something was wrong, we still went with it because um, that's what everyone was doing. One of the most common ways we seek to satisfy emptiness in our life is through the approval of others. There's an idea that if we can get people to like us or admire us, we will feel full that our glass will feel full, it will overflow and everything. And we can neglect that the real relationship we need is with God. Instead of running after his love, we run after people's admiration. Mm -hmm. Like perfectionists, like the Pharisees, like money, like Judas, and the crowd's approval, like Pilate, it won't fill you. It can be very destructive. Trying to impress other people can lead you to do reckless things. Trying to win the approval of, say, all these people in our lives, push us to do things for them, which we end up regretting. Yep. See, trying to win the approval of those you consider more popular might cause you to compromise our own standards. Mm-hmm. Pilate's attempt at winning the people's approval forced him to turn his back on Jesus. Now, is it possible that we would do the exact same, though? Oh, man. You know, 
it's funny because you all like you think to yourself, oh no, I I would never. But really, we're human. Yeah, it happens. We do this. We compromise our values. Yep. Just to be able to fit in and among the crowd. Yeah. Matthew twenty-seven verse twenty-four to twenty-six says, "So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying." I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on us and our children. Then he released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. See, Pilate made one last attempt to be free of the guilt Mm -hmm. condemning Jesus. He performed the symbolic gesture of washing his hands away and saying, I'm clean. This blood is not on me. The irony is that water cannot wash away guilt. No. See, there's supposed to be uh, kind of an illustration of this, and it's this idea of a hand-washing illustration. See, if we were to take marker or anything and put it on the back of our hand, um, this is like our sin or guilt. For Pilate, it was uh, the crime he committed against Jesus. For us, it might be a simple way that we have, seeking the approval of other people or anything like that. And try as he might, no amount of water or scrubbing can get that permanent marker off your hand. Mm-mm. It's like if you take a Sharpie and you just start going at it, yep. that ain't coming off. Nope. The only thing that can remove sin is the blood of Jesus. See, it's like if you took um, rubbing alcohol to a yes. Sharpie. It comes right off. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Like Jesus' blood to our sin, it is washed away. Mm-hmm. Um, Pilate tried to wash his hands of the blood of Jesus, but... The blood of Jesus was the only thing that could truly wash away his guilt. Now, this is the took, is what we take from this. Mm-hmm. Once again, we must actually take a really hard look at ourselves and see what we are trying to satisfy our emptiness with. How do you try to fulfill your feelings of unsatisfaction? What do you do to quiet the longings of our soul? Know that if you are looking to the crowd for final approval, to find approval, you're looking in the wrong place because mm-hmm. only Jesus and a relationship with him can truly bring fulfillment in our lives. Ultimately, this is why Jesus went to the cross. Yes, Judas, the Pharisees, and Pilate played a part, but don't you think that Jesus could have escaped their hands if he wanted to? He knew what G- Judas was going to do before um, he did it. He could have tried to defend himself against the Pharisees, but he stayed quiet. Jesus walked on water. He could have walked away from Pilate. Mm -hmm. But Jesus never resisted his fate. Why? Because he wanted a relationship with us. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't want us to be condemned to emptiness and death. So Jesus willingly went to the cross as a sacrifice for our sins. That is love. Mm -hmm. The only love that can truly make us feel, that can truly fill that cup and overflow it. So why would we look to anyone else? Mm -hmm. Um. And that's, that's the point of this kind of episode was to look at the life and story around Pilate and the crowd yeah. and kind of see how many of us like Pilate, who can see the wrong, mm-hmm. who know the wrong, can't overcome it. You know, I've never really felt sympathetic for Pilate before, but <laughs> hearing this today, I feel a bit of sympathy for him. Almost, yeah. Not, uh, Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, you still... Cause, any other story we hear about Pilate in the church is not great. No, he's always kind of portrayed as like the bad guy or... He is, but to be honest, the 
bad person, I would say, in the story, where Pilate could have stood up for himself and could have done something. Yeah. Is ultimately the crowd. Yeah. It is the Pharisees. It is the crowd who just don't want Jesus. Mm-hmm. They refuse him and rather go with this robber, this thief, who just, it doesn't fulfill any of anyone's needs. Yeah. See, the crowd also is feeling empty in this, and they thought that to fulfill their needs, they needed to see Jesus die and this other guy get released because they thought, oh, this one's more of a fighter who will fight for Israel Yeah. from the Romans. But really, Jesus saved everyone. Mm-hmm. And the Jewish people couldn't understand the point of Messiah back then. Yeah. Well, he didn't meet their expectation of a exactly. king, right? Like yeah. they, they thought he was like coming to fulfill like a political role, mm-hmm. not to... Like a not, political military role. Yeah, they didn't see it as... I, he's coming to save them, but they didn't see it as he's coming to like literally save us from death. They thought he was coming. Yeah. Yeah, so those are some, those are some good thoughts on Pilate today and... Uh, yeah, what we choose to choose to fill ourselves with. Yeah, it's ultimately what we choose to let us influence. Yes. What we let influence us and how we let the crowd influence us always, it still leaves us feeling empty and it yeah. still leaves us, even though we feel like we're making the right decision for the crowd and that we're making the right decision that will get us to fit in, it still leaves us feeling empty. Rather, if we choose Jesus, to choose the message that it gives us, the love and peace that he surrounds us with that rather we would be overflow over filled with that that we yeah. would feel full that we would not feel this longing this emptiness for something greater but yeah. rather because we have found the greatest thing there is mm-hmm. wow that's good it's a good message thank you pastor wes um if you are looking forward to some of the events this summer um, stay tuned to our online calendar you can visit waynefleetbic.info to learn where those events are or if you want to get in touch with pastor wes with any feedback or if you have any questions about our youth program you can reach him at wes at waynefleetbic.com and my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you for tuning in today we're glad to have you here and we look forward to connecting with you again next time bye for now bye